0: The Costco's one hundred and six point three Triple M. it's Moffy in the morning and uh, it's is Week. And I want to have a chat to someone who, um, for me as well, working in the radio industry, I uh, used to work for a company called Grand Broadcasters. There was this amazing, amazing lady who worked in one of our stations in South Australia, Mel DeZeldi, and um, sadly Mel's not with us anymore, but uh, her husband, Chris, um, was her carer, and he joins us this morning. Chris, g'day.
1: G'day, Moffey. How are you?
0: I'm well, mate. Um, look, firstly, I'm so sorry for the loss of Mel. was just, you know, just an amazing, amazing human being. Always had a smile on her face right to the end.
1: Yeah, she was um, full of sunshine and happiness and, um, you know, did a lot for people uh, in the industry and in the community and, um the outpouring of of love for her has been, you know, a wonderful thing to be a part of.
0: You know, and, and over the weekend at the, the Radio Awards, and there was an award that was obviously to um, to help Mel um, towards the end of last year, which won. And, and you know, when I was sitting there, I was thinking about it, and it, it, it's interesting. I closed my eyes and can still remember the year when the awards are in Sydney. We stayed at the Novotel just next door to there, and I was chatting to a. Down actually in the car park, and uh, just her bright face to see what she went through from cancer to motor neurone's disease, um, which is just an awful
1: disease. Yeah, yeah. Look, um, look we were together for about um, fifteen years or up. This year would have been our tenth uh, wedding anniversary, and um, for the last for the last five years, um, she's had you know multiple. Um, surgeries and treatments and chemo and radio and I think we counted 11 surgeries on her abdomen uh, including liver resections and bowel resections and you know it was just a, a horror trot and um, it got to the point where with when the cancer came back again um, we looked at each other and we said look let's take some time off to really do the healing because for most of that time when Mel was going through treatment, she still kept going to work. Yeah, she was still working with um, breakfast teams. She was still mentoring people online and helping them uh, get jobs in radio. And after a while, as brilliant as that was, we just thought, no, nah, we are concentrating on the wrong things and we're trying to juggle too many balls at once. You know, so we made the decision to to quit work and um, and concentrate on on trying to get better. Mate, tell me what
0: that, that day-to-day role was like. So, you know, my, my dad has motor neurons, um, as well. And I know Christine, my, my dad's partner, um, is, it's just incredible what the care and stuff like that. But I mean, tell us what it was like.
1: Yeah. Well, Mel and I were very in tune, you know, we, we worked together, we drove to work together. We shared an office together, um, and we we just loved each other's company, so um, part of this was, I guess, an opportunity for me to be able to spend more time with her, you know, which I look back on now and think well, that was just such a great idea. But on a day-to-day, look, um, I would be aware when she'd wake up in the middle of the night and need to turn over, so I'd uh, help turn her over in bed, uh, get her up out of bed, help her shower, help her get dressed. Um, get in and out of chairs during the day, uh, take it to medical appointments, and then, you know, the domestic stuff like cooking, cleaning and and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I was glad that I was doing that without the distraction of, of working at the same time. But there are carers who do that, and carers who, you know, they're going to school because they're still young or they're going to uni or whatever, and they've got to still um, balance their life as well and, and their mental health for that matter.
0: And and that's it, is is making sure that you you are looking after yourself as well at the same time.
1: Yeah, and in retrospect, I don't think I did a great job of that, but um, you can sometimes get so caught up in what you perceive as a higher priority, you put yourself to the side a bit. Um, I think that's natural, and I think a lot of people do it. And, there, look, there are a lot of carers who would be, even be surprised that people thought of them as carers because they don't make that connection, uh, you know, they don't think they're in that category. They're just someone who's looking after someone they love.
0: You, you probably never stopped to think, hey, I'm actually, I'm a full-time carer.
1: No, no, I didn't. And, um, and had I done so, maybe I would have thought a little differently about things. But it was just a, uh, an, it's an opportunity to try and, you know, keep... Emotions light and and keep things with a bit of levity. We had a laugh every day, no matter what was happening. Uh, And there were some pretty tough times. Yep. But, um, yeah, no, I didn't think of myself as a carer. I was just being a good husband.
0: And and that's what you do, isn't it?
1: Yeah. 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 So, you know, there are a lot of people in the community that I think they fly under the radar a bit. They're a bit invisible. And National Carers Week is a great opportunity to acknowledge the work that they do, you know, unpaid and 24-7. And um, if you know someone who perhaps is in a position of looking after, you know, elderly parents or someone who's got an illness or a chronic condition, it's a great opportunity to say to them, look, I heard it was National Carers Week and I thought of you. Uh, Is there anything I can do for you? And I'm sure they would love to hear it. You know, it could be as simple as picking up milk from the shops or helping with the laundry or just sitting with them and letting them talk because often, you know, there are things they want to talk about that they don't want to talk about with the person they're looking after Mm. for many reasons. Um, And they they just need to get it out of their heads. So that could be really valuable too.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Chris, I had a huge respect for mel um and i've got huge respect for you as well and and what you did um and mate thanks so much for having a chat
1: uh my pleasure thanks so much for having me and giving me the opportunity really appreciate it